Hello, and thank you for tuning in today. You are listening to the Conservative Mama Bears of of California, a sister co-host team just trying to navigate being red in such a blue state. We are here to bring you the issues going on in California. And on today's episode, we are going to discuss Bill AB 957, which discusses uh, family law and gender identity. I'm pretty sure most everybody's aware. And if you're not aware, become aware of what is going on with the parents' rights or uh, lack thereof in California, uh, basically where they're trying to limit parents' rights as much as possible. Um, so we discussed um, we discussed uh, AB, I want to say 665 um, in the last episode. And uh, so today we're going to do 950, 957. And again, this information can be found on... Um, L-E-G info at legislature.california.gov. All right, Kim, do you have anything to say before I get into this bill? No, no. Uh, Just reminding everybody that, uh, yeah, we're a sister pair. My name is Kim and uh, Danny brought us in um, and we are out to give people the information on these bills that I, that are being shoved through. Um, and Danny gave the, the website, we'll, we'll give it again at the end. Um, and we'll post it on our Instagram, but it is our responsibility as the voters to know what is going through. And not, not just what's going through, they are being shoved through, um, and we'll discuss uh, what that means uh, as we get into this. So uh, looking forward to discussing. We had a couple of really uh, intense weeks. So so let's get into it. All right. Yes. And again, um, if you're not following us on Instagram, um, our handle is conservative mama bears. Um, so please jo- uh, follow us if you are not already, and um, we will be having a um, Facebook and Twitter to come, and we'll let you know what those are up. Uh, okay, so let's get into this. The uh, AB 957, um, again, introduced by Assemblymember Wilson and Weiner, who is um, just a creep, and... <laughs> The bill discuss uh, family law and gender identity. Um, existing law governs the determination of child custody and visitation in con- contested proceedings and requires the court for purpose of deciding custody to determine the best interests of the child based on certain factors, including, among other things, health, safety, and welfare of the child. So that's the existing law. This bill, for purposes of this provision, would include a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity or gender expression as part of the health and safety and welfare of the child. So basically, it is now putting in there that if you do not affirm your this your child's identity or gender, they can and will take uh, take your custody of your child away. Um, this is very sad Right, give it to the parent who uh, will mm-hmm. um, uh, affirm the okay. the care, if you will, and please, that's in quotation marks because uh, no t- no child 
can determine long term uh, something so so devastating as changing their gender. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you know, and it was kind of. Um, brought to our attention, you know, um, it was put out there. What, what is, you know, what do people think about this, this bill and, um, um, a, a friend, let's say, uh, an acquaintance said, well, how, how can this end up being law? It's so vague. The bill is so vague. So it's, um, going to end up being up to the, the judge to determine, which is the problem. That's exactly it. It's going to be up to, one person to decide if this child is going to be taken away from their loving family uh, home. Go on. Uh, Right. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. So uh, you have judges in California who are left leaning um, and who will read into this and take this into account when making custody determinations. We're going to get into this in just a little bit of a case that actually is going on, uh, which is exactly what we're talking about. Um, So stay with us and we will uh, be getting into that. Um, Okay, so just a little bit more about this bill. Let's see here. Um, So again, this this bill was originally brought for uh, for history of abuse of if one parent um, was abusing a child, you know taking the custody away. Okay. And, but now it has added that if we don't affirm it's, you know, uh, basically a type of abuse. And so these kids are going to get taken away from their loving, non-abusive homes and either right given to the other parent or put into uh, foster, uh, which that's a whole nother thing of um, because now it also has been passed that foster uh, homes also have to affirm with these child's uh, identities and without the parents' consent. Um, that's a whole nother bill. And we'll discuss that um, maybe maybe on the next uh, podcast. Um, anyways, okay, so that's that's kind of the basis of, of what this bill is. You can read the whole thing. They are very long and drawn out and vague. Um, but you can read the whole thing again at that website. And uh, But just to go into who has passed this bill... Um, and I had it. There we go. Okay. So (laughs) this bill was originally, um, uh, uh, introduced on March 21st of this year. This is how quickly these bills are being, being put through. This one was March 21st of 23. It's almost like you can't even, you blink and they've been, they've been passed. Um, and that was passed by the uh, assembly judiciary, uh, eight, eight to three, um, then went up on March 30th to the assembly floor and was passed 51 to 13. So we had a few more no's, but still majority of our California assembly members um, voted yay for this with uh, 16 that didn't vote at all, um, which is also upsetting because they just don't want to be, you know, they don't want to say that they didn't one way or the other. Um, up to June 13th, it was passed to the Senate Judiciary um, with a eight to two and one non-vote. 
And on September 6th, went to the Senate floor where it was passed 30 to 9 with one uh, non-vote. And lastly, it has been, uh, went to the Assembly floor on September 8th and was passed 61 to 16 with three um, three non-votes. Yeah, which means that, you know, the assembly members that have been voted in are, I, I, I find it hard to believe as parents that, you know, that they would pass these, these bills. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's oh. sickening to me that they're passed. Well, right. And, um, we would encourage everybody again to go to the website. Um, Danny can give it again, but this website outlines the the bill. It outlines the text and it outlines the process that it went through along with the names of those who voted for and against it. And we encourage you, if this is not how you want this state to be run, then you need to go and find out who your assembly people are, who your senators are, and start making phone calls and start changing your vote. Because you, the, the people are, are kind of naive to what this state is doing. They are coming for the children, if they can groom and brainwash these kids, then they the, then they have they have our kids, and mm-hmm. and and they aren't the government's kids; they are our children, um, and they want brainwash kids that will continue to vote and and can you know yeah well so we have we have our conspiracies yeah exactly yeah so basically again yeah what this tells me is that we need new assembly people and um so what they're trying to do is you know in in the the school systems they you know we now have um books that uh, are inappropriate for children. So they're, they're, you know, they're grooming the kids in the schools and then without parental consent, you know, telling, or, you know, affirming their, uh, you know, gender, which is probably is not real and then taking them away from the parents who aren't affirming them. So yes, this is all ties in. Let's start, um, you know, your kids go to public school eight hours a day, um, or however many hours a day. And they, they are, this stuff is being shoved down their throats, whether it's right with their, in their library, in their, in their just classrooms. Um, and then it's being, and then being taken away from the, the parents who are basically saying, no, that that's not okay. Um, and it is, it's all Kim, a, a conspiracy there. It's all, it's all for a bigger purpose. And so basically we have to save our children now and uh, take, take back control now before it's too late. Right. So I got, I, I, I went to a school board meeting uh, for Danny, um, whose children uh, are in um, 
a, a, a district up in the high desert. And it was our first time, my first time at a school board meeting. So I went just to get a feel for the room. I was very pleased, I have to say, with the amount of people who were there uh, in support of vetting and getting these books and this ideology out of the schools. There were, I, I think, four or five speakers, parent speakers, who discussed the scholastic, and everybody remembers bookstores, I, I would think. They received a 500-page, 500-page book selection prior to the bookstores. And it's my understanding it wasn't a lot. It was like a week prior or something like that. Right, exactly. They did not, <laughs> so the parents did not get a, a a sufficient amount of time to vet the list of books. Now, this school district is elementary and middle school. So you're talking kindergarten to, what, eighth grade. The... So one parent, she got through 73 pages and the titles and the content that were in, in this list was absolutely inappropriate. We are talking transitioning, gender affirming, Satanism, and many more topics that you just would not find to be appropriate for that age range. And so again, the audience comprised of parents who were there to, um, to discuss and they, they were speaking out over, not, not only the process of getting 500 books and not being able to vet them, but that these titles needed to be removed. Now, we're, and let me also say, like, we're not about book burning. We're not about um, removing books or, or banning books. But let's talk age appropriate. Why is, it, why is this appropriate for five-year-olds it five-year-olds want to be peter pan and dinosaurs and whatever they don't know they are just figuring life out and i can just imagine a kid seeing oh this is a this is a pretty or an interesting artwork so i'm going to choose this book without understanding what they're choosing um, and, and without and, guidance from a parent or anybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because these, these stores are open during class time. So mm -hmm. I think you, the book fair. have, right. The, the book fairs are, uh, during class time. So there aren't 
the parents there to guide their children. Um, and so again, like I, I like I said, it I I was happy to see that people were speaking out against this, and even I, a school board member did a- ask. Um, whether they had a fish, a sufficient time to look through this book list. Um, so there, it all, I mean, this is all a, a bigger issue. Um, but, um, I think as parents, you have, you have to have your eyes open. You vigilant. You- speak up absolutely and i know we kind of went off on a tangent but this was these were things that um danny and i uh, as we're diving in and and it, Mm -hmm. it it is overwhelming and yes it's overwhelming but take one piece at a time look at these laws if there's something that is specific to you maybe you're going through a custody battle and you you better take a look at at 957 mm-hmm. you know there there there's other laws um that we'll talk about uh, 1078 which uh was pushed through as an emergency and that takes the curriculum out of school board's hands and places it in government which we'll discuss at a later time but um it, it you've got to wake up why 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 now why what is the reasoning for bills like this anyway yeah so that was you know some of the things that we've done and uh well i know we're going to talk about the one big thing uh that actually will bring it back around to ab 957 yeah so last um last wednesday we um we attended a um a smaller a rally outside of the Pasadena courthouse um, in support of uh, not just vetoing AB 957, but in support of um, a case that's going on. Um, uh, Adam and uh, is, is the dad and his son Aiden has been, he's taken from him um, for exactly this reason. Um, a little backstory. So um, apparently Aiden's, uh, mother started at two years old, started dressing him in dresses and girls clothes. And, um, Adam was like, please, you know, don't, don't do that. We, he's, he's two, he's two. And she continued behind his back to, to dress him, um, in females clothes. And it went all the way up to, um, where, yeah, to court. And basically a uh, therapist or a psychologist, um, you know, uh, interviewed him and said, oh, well, he's not, uh, he doesn't have gender dysphoria. He's gender curious. First of all, at two years old, I've got three kids. Two of them have already passed two. None of them were gender curious at two. First thing. No. Second thing. What kid isn't slightly curious about about things? I mean, having boys, of course, they're curious about their little boy parts and stuff, but it does not mean that they are have that they want to be another another gender. They it just no no. I'm right. sorry. Right. It it at that 
age, they're just figuring life out and they see, oh, mommy looks different than me. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. This is just mind blowing that we're even having to have these conversations Mm -hmm. and that we're and we are so thankful we've we've gotten uh, to know some different groups and and everything. And and we're Mm -hmm. thankful that there are so many groups out there who are aligned with our um aligned with what we're trying to do (laughs) right and what we're trying to do exactly so no by no means do i think this was um aiden at two years old saying that he he wanted to be a girl no this was the mother the mother who for which i have seen so many who want a daughter or or whatnot they want the the other gender so they're going to push this and they're going to try and say that oh no you know, this is what my child wanted. And, and it's not, it's not, no, you are the selfish one who wants a, a different gender child. And I believe that wholeheartedly with this one, I feel so bad for Adam, who's having to go through this custody battle. He has not been able to, to, I don't know if he hasn't been able to see his son, but he has not, other than visitation, he has not been able to have his son with him for two years. Now, this has been an ongoing battle for two years because of this nonsense. And um, he has done nothing wrong. And his child has been taken away from him for doing absolutely nothing wrong. And all he's trying to do is get him back because he didn't affirm this psychopathic idea that this child wanted to be a different gender. And as he put, he was not born in the wrong body. He was born in the wrong state, which is so true. Um, And Basically, so we went in support of this, of him to find out it was supposed to be what we thought it was going to be the conclusion of the case. Um, However, we were there in front, um, you know, just kind of waiting in support and um, to wait and there to veto, uh, you know, AB 957. And when they came out, um, it was only a couple hours later, they came out from the courthouse and said that the judge had had actually um, recused him from himself from the case. This is a judge that has been on this case for two years and has, has just now recused recused himself. And it was a very biased judge, um, on the, the side of the affirming side, which is exactly going back to our friend who said, this is a very vague bill that it's going to end up being up to the judges. And that's exactly what, what is happening here and so that so they had to go get a new judge and i think that's that's where um as far as i know it it is so it's not it it was a big win in for them in the in the sense that they they get a new judge who hopefully is not biased but at the same time it's not over it's not over for them right it it isn't over they've got to still have an uphill battle but um it like Danny said, they, they did take it as, as a, as a win, um, that they were going to be able to get a new judge. And so we encourage everybody to follow Adam on Instagram. He posts often, um, updates on his case and we just wish him the best of luck. And we're going to continue to follow him and support him, um, as part of the, 
um, other larger groups that we definitely are going to give a shout out to um, and definitely go follow them because there's so many people doing great work. And um, I talk a lot about gays uh, against groomers. They're, they're a fantastic group that um, has mobilized uh, quickly in the last year or so. Um, and they, uh, because of them, Adam was able to get a, a phenomenal lawyer um, is what I understood. Um, and so even it, even if you just go and stand there and and in solidarity, get out there. Um, you, we. This is our first time get, getting our voices out there, and we're not. I I'm definitely not really an extrovert. Like I tend to be um, a little more soft spoken, but I can't sit on the sidelines. Um, and and we met some amazing people and, and they said the same things like be on the right side of history even if you're just out there holding a sign mm-hmm. um and and so uh we're gonna talk there we got about five minutes left we we have some um events that are coming up but again go follow adam give him your support because this isn't going to be the only case um, right. In fact, uh, there was another case. Luckily, they got a um, a settlement from the school district, but it was a mom and daughter. Uh, the daughter was, I believe this was down in L.A. somewhere. Um, the school district or the school that she was attending uh, transitioned her daughter without her knowledge. Uh, and when the parent found out it went to court and, um, and, uh, they got a settlement. Um, and the daughter realized that she wasn't a boy that she wanted, that she was a girl. And I think she was about 16. Uh, so, um, it, it's all entangled. I, that, that case more goes to, I think six sixty five. Um, but it, it is all, it, it's, all a group of bills that are looking to take your kids away. Yeah. And Somehow. to, uh, right. And to get rid of your parental rights. And right. so your kids become the government's kids. Um, yeah, absolutely. And it, it's a bigger thing. So now they, you know, won't get in trouble if these pass and don't have to settle these lawsuits because it's going to be okay now for them to do that type of stuff, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, right. So real quick. Uh, yeah. If you guys want to follow, um, it's Adam.Vina and you can, um, he's actually going to be um, on September 25th at 7.30 p.m. Uh, he will be on Facebook, Twitter, and, and YouTube live uh, for a podcast with um, uh, with hashtag uh, WiseNuts. So if you want to uh, see and hear uh, what he has to say, there's that. Also on um, next Tuesday, the 26th from 5 to 7 in uh, – Simi Valley, uh, Rancho Madera Community Park, 556 Lake Park Drive in Simi Valley. There will be a, um, a rally for parental rights. This one um, I'm really looking forward to. It's going to have Sonia Shaw. She's the Chino, Chino Valley Unified Board President. She's the one that really, really has pushed back on these laws and has not passed these um, these laws of, uh, of uh, 
not telling telling the parents like she's like no we're we're not doing that basically so she's i'm i'm excited to to hear her speak um along with mm-hmm. a lot of others there's a lot of good groups to follow again gays against groomers um the freedom angels um the mom army which had they have um they're kind of all over the state uh I think they're all over the country. I think they've got, yeah, um, what are they called? Battalions. Um, And and you got, yeah. Yeah. So definitely Um, join. You can go on their website. Yeah, exactly. Um, And and there's a lot more out there. Those are just a few that that are really trying to make a difference. Um, And, uh, but but there's a lot. There's a lot to follow, a lot of information. Like Kim said, it can be, it can be overwhelming. Um, So we're trying to (laughs) take it one day and one law at a time. Absolutely. Um, and, and call. So, so the, the 957 and 665 have passed um, and 1078. Uh, again, we'll talk about that next week, but time is running out. You need to call the governor and tell them you want these vetoed. Um, yeah. If here. you go to freedom angels mm-hmm. and, and Danny will, uh, give you the phone number but just in case go to freedom angels they've got this posted a couple uh a couple different times um the phone number and what to say you can you can even email them uh, the governor as well um but we need these terrible bills to be vetoed um Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so, so that's, uh, obviously Gavin Newsom, um, his number at the Capitol office is 916-445-2841. And basically, um, you can say, hello, my name is, um, so-and-so, and I'm asking for a veto, of, and you want to enter the bill numbers, AB665, AB957, and AB1078, uh, just to name a couple, but there, but there's a lot. There's a lot more. Um, but yeah, everybody, please, everybody, do do their due diligence. Look at these laws, understand them, and uh, let, let's get them vetoed. All right. Well, um, we we hope that you guys have a good uh, weekend, and um, I I hope that we see a lot of people out on Tuesday. Um, and get you know involved at the community level um, and we'll continue sharing the information that we get and pass it on to our own followers all right everybody thank you so much uh, for joining us again we are the conservative mama bears just trying to navigate being uh, red in such a blue state and uh, we thank you everybody for being here and god bless and have a good weekend